Alright, alright, alright. <laughs> Hello and welcome to my bl- to the, my podcast. My name is Diego Nellis Tapia and I hope you're having a great goddamn day. Today marks the last day I'll, I delve into the characters of Tatema Dame. And, you know, it's been a blast, you guys, and I'm extremely grateful that you followed all of these posts. So, anyway... Last week, we talked about Antonia Serenov, a Russian beauty and a big player in the criminal underworld of Los Angeles. Today, we'll be talking about the man at the center of of our story, Adam Bosch. So let's get right down to it, you guys. Let's introduce you to Adam Bosch. He's 28 years old, and he's a playboy and millionaire that has made his wealth designing the Boschmobile, one of the fastest vehicles known to man. He's materialistic, and he's a man of self-indulgence, constantly given into his primitive desires, which revolve around cars, booze, and women. Incredibly sensitive about how others perceive him, he goes out of his way to maintain a good rapport with the public while hiding the fact that he throws wild parties during prohibition. Cynical about love and relationship, he relationships, he sees the woman he's been with like a trophy collection he can boast about with his pals. So what inspired Adam Bosch? What helped him what helped bring him to life? Adam. Oof, oh boy. Look, okay. Riding him was a bitch. Why? I'll tell you why. He went through rendition after rendition after rendition after rend goddamn It was very difficult for me to truly get to know him. When he first came to the page, he came off as extremely whiny and immature. Okay, yes, he still has those traits, but the way it was initially presented was something more similar to King Joffrey from Game of Thrones. Now, if you don't, if you've never seen Game of Thrones, you're not familiar with King Joffrey, just look, put simply, the guy, the, the boy, he's not a man, he's not a guy, he's a fucking, he's a tw- he's an entitled coward and a fucking twat. That's what he is. He got what he fucking deserved. Anyway, uh, <laughs> the second rendition of Adam Bosch made him too likable and heroic. He was a complete gentleman and he had no flaws whatsoever. He, you know, he was like a total prince charming from Disney, which, and I didn't like that because that's just, that's not who he is. Adam isn't a gentleman. Now, he can mask himself as one, pretend to be one in order to court a woman, but once he's had his way with her, he takes off that mask and he moves on to the next woman and the next woman and so on and so forth. I think it took me five or six renditions to finally get Adam right, and when I did, I discovered he was a cross between Don Draper from Mad Men and Jay Gatsby from well, The Great Gatsby. And so, what do these men have in common, Don and Jay? They're great and powerful men, but they're not supposed to be men you want your child to look up to. Let's talk about our Donny boy, Don Draper. He's a ladies' man, or in more contemporary terms, he's a player. He's married, and he has two children, but he doesn't really give a damn about them because time and time again, he goes off and pursues woman after woman after woman. When he's exposed and confronted by Betty, his wife, his first wife, well, I won't 
get into exact details. But Betty, his wife, he denies such an accusation and attempts to put the blame on her, saying she's tired and doesn't know what he's talking about. He's gaslighting her. He's just fucking manipulating her. So nevertheless, for as charming and talented as Don comes off, at the end of the day, he's just a coward who's running away from his past, from his issues, and he's terrified of a real relationship where he can open up open up about all of his vulnerabilities. He's weak, or like Jimmy Barrett said to Don's face in the second season, it's one of my favorite quotes he said to him, you're, gar- you're garbage, and you know it. Adam Bosch has the same problem Jay Gatsby and Don Draper had. He exists on the surface, and he refuses to face his past and his demons. And since he's been doing this for so long, he's comfortable where he is, and there's hardly a glimmer of hope that he'll ever change his ways and allow himself to have a real relationship. So let's talk about Adam and his part in Entertainment Dame. We meet Adam in the very first chapter entitled Like a Moth to the Flame in his speakeasy Nadia's. After seeing Antonia sing a melody about torched love, he runs Run, he runs into Dickie, who gives him a token that will allow him to see her. Once he, once he has that token, he enters the private sector of Nadia's and overhears a plan to take down Samuel Dawson, the crime lord of Los Angeles. So, final words and personal thoughts. S- surprisingly, I never saw Adam as a dislikable character when I wrote him. Perhaps since he was the lead character and I was seeing the world through his eyes, I couldn't allow myself a moment to hate him. I'd be doing myself a disservice if I took sides as a writer and purposefully influenced the plot just because of my own feelings of the character. Nevertheless, it wasn't until my book was read and I was told of just what a horrid piece of work Adam Adam was that I realized his flaws. Now, besides his most ob- obvious flaw, which he's a womanizer, Adam's, Adam's an asshole and a, and, a, and a hothead. That being said, in defense of his character, he's not an entirely bad person. He does have some good traits that glimmer for brief moments during the book. He stands up for certain causes, and he does have a moral compass. Again, just to compare him to Don Draper. Don has a lot of moments where he hate his guts. Some examples include what he did to Lane Price or Salvatore Romano. And, and he has his moments where he, you like him. Most of those moments are the scenes with him and his children. Nevertheless, Adam's a character you're going to hate and love. So prepare yourself for the bumpy ride. That's it, folks. That's the last character post. First off, I want to thank you for reading or listening to each single post I've uploaded. It really means the world. If you like the analysis I did of my characters, feel free to share it and spread the word. The Tame Dame will be out on June 27th of this year. Now, second, uh, mark your calendars ready because next Saturday I'll be posting the read-through of the first chapter of The Tame Dame. I'll be reading the first four chapters on Saturday, and I'll be giving a talk about the chapter I read on Sunday. So until then, I wish you nothing but the best, and I hope you have a great day. Thank you.